Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Last week, we talked about how the power of hosting a live event, and I really went into some things and really helping you to shift your mindset and how that can, you can use the power of live in-person events to grow your business and to really get to know your audience. In today's episode, I'm going to be helping you to with some strategies on how to successfully host a live event. So this is going to be a really fun episode as we dig into four tips that you need to host a successful live event. Let's get into this doggone thing because we ain't got time to waste. It's time to get cracking on those live events. What's up, leader? Welcome to the Gifted Entrepreneur Show, the dopest podcast on the planet that explores the world of Christian entrepreneurship and reveals secrets to unlocking your unique codes to create generational wealth. I'm your host, LaDondra Hervey, wife, mom, award-winning author, and Christian business coach who's excited to take you on a transformational journey of taking bold steps to unlock your unique gifts and pursue your entrepreneurial dreams with unwavering faith. Buckle up, it's time to make your dreams of creating generational wealth a reality. Hey, hey, we are getting into today's episode. I hope that you are ready as we are gearing up to talking about four tips to grow your business with live events. I know in the introduction, I said to host a successful live event, but they really go together, really. And I want to talk to you from this standpoint and the actions that you need to take to really not only host a successful live event, but to also use those live events to grow your business. So the tips that I'm going to be imparting into you today is all around that. So make sure that you have your notes ready because we're going to get into it and picking up of of what we talked about last week in Monday's episode. If you missed that one, go back and listen to episode 31 and where I'm giving you the mindsets and those are some powerful mindsets that you need to tap in in order for you to really take things to the next level in the things that we're talking about today, okay? And before I really kick into these things, like if you're in that place and you're like, okay, I really, look, LaDondra, I really want to grow my business. I really want to use live events to grow the business, but I really don't know how to do that. And what specifically is going to be that live event that I need to draw, to draw in my ideal clients? If that's you, I want to invite you to schedule a one-on-one call with me and my team and we really help you to figure out what that looks like for you and what's the frequency because see, a lot of times business owners think, okay, it's a one and done type thing, but it's all about consistency and you really want to do things that are going to get you known in the marketplace. So for example... We host our Women Operating Kingdom Enterprises 
conference every year. We didn't do it this last year because we just had a lot going on, but that is a signature event that we host for women and like even when we didn't do it this year we had women reaching out and was like are we gonna be are you gonna be hosting it you want to create that type of thing in the marketplace to where that's something that you get known for and people are expecting it it's like that anticipation for it and i'll tell you every business is different so like if you're an artist your live event is going to different look different from somebody who may be a realtor you your live events as a realtor it may be that you are hosting educational events and guys let me tell you something here's already a tip to start taking notes don't do the cookie cutter events do the ones that's really going to set you apart. And we're going to talk about that because the reason why you're not elevating in or maybe not getting the visibility that you want is because you're doing what's already been done. You're replicating something that somebody has already been great at in that lane. And now you're coming and you're like being a carbon copy of things that's already done. Is that what your people really want? We talked about that in last week's episode in the power of the market research in doing live events and really putting boots on ground before you even host the, the live event to see what do your people want from you? What do they need from you? What are their pain points? What are they actually saying so that you can Put your event together in a way that is going to hit home for your ideal clients. And so we're going to, you know, like I said, dig into that. And if you're really needing to know what that looks like for you and your business and how to execute on that according to your unique gifts, because listen, it all plays a part. So, okay, not only does your industry play a part, I'm putting you on game on some things right now. We haven't even got into the four tips, but these are the kind of things that we're going to, we'll deal with when we partner together in coaching is like, okay, first of all, what are your gifts? Because if your gift is in leadership or maybe it's in administration and you're putting it in, you're trying to, and then your industry is like, okay, you're doing, um, so now I'm just, I told you your gifts is uh, leadership and administration. That's just an example. And perhaps maybe you got a jewelry company. I totally just made that up out of the blue. And so that's, that's your industry. And so now you're trying to figure out how to put on an event that really works for your, um, not only your gifts, but then it also works for your industry and your personality style. Like we put, we, when we're thinking about this, we put it all together and really make you think about, okay, what's really a fit? Because as a leader, then you're probably going to want to do some things with leadership and administration. You're going to probably want to put your, uh, position your event differently from somebody who has like maybe the gift of encouragement and they have a uh a jewelry business they're probably wanting to do it more from a retreat style versus you you may want to do yours more in a leadership empowerment style or you may want to do it in a 
a networking style or a um, leadership uh, conference kind of style. There's so many things with your jewelry. Yes, you can do that, but you got to be intentional in how you position it and taking up that that real estate in people's mind and really positioning your brand for that. Like you can become the known event for that. Or like with leadership, if you got the gift of leadership, then one of the things you can do is become the go-to person for people, businesses, who business owners who are jewelers and empowering with them with tips on how to position their jewelry business. Versus somebody who has the gift of exhortation and they're putting their gifts out there, um, they're doing live events. Like I said, they're going to probably want to do more of a retreat so they can really dig into the heart and maybe do some inner healing and you walk away with your own unique stone. Like really cool things like that. That's what we help you do. We're not the kind of coaches that give you cookie cutter strategy. We really get to the heart of who you are and how God designed you and really construct a strategy that's going to elevate you in the marketplace. So listen, I'm not trying to talk you into anything because I that's not that's not my ideal client. My ideal client knows like my ideal clients, they're Deborah's, uh, like Deborah in the Bible, and they are leaders and they know what they need, they know what's been missing, and so they're just looking for the right person to partner with. And so if that's you, let me tell you, just go ahead and click the description in the description, the one-on-one session. And let's let's get this thing going. Let's get these live events going for you in, um, in our 90-day program. And you'll be ready for the fourth quarter to kick off a live event in the fourth quarter. All right. Listen, I, I was already teaching you. I hope you were taking notes. For real, for real. Because I literally just gave you game on how to incorporate your gifts, your industry, your um, even with your personality style, I gave you a little bit on that. I didn't go too deep, but I I, I gave you some things on that, and it, it all matters, you guys. It all matters. So here are four tips, and that's going to really help you in not only hosting a successful live event, but to use live events to grow your business. And so the very first thing that you want to do is you want to have a plan. You want to have a vision more importantly. And so this is you having sight for what this event is supposed to do, right? And you, this is you setting the intention of it. Why does this event matter to the people that you're serving? So when you're setting your intention and really tapping into the vision for this, you really want to ask the question, write these questions down. I'm coaching you live. You're getting one-on-one -on -one coaching from me. And if you sit down with the Holy Spirit and create some quiet space and strategize on this, there's going to be some amazing things that's illuminated to you. So the question is, is why does this event matter to the people you are serving? A lot of times we start with, why does it matter to us? And we start planning the live event. Well, because I want to help the business owners do boom, boom, boom and all this stuff. And we're doing it from a place of assumption. We're doing it from a place of our own pride sometimes. And because we feel like, well, I have this education and people just need to know what I know. But that's not necessarily what people want or necessarily what they need at the time. There may be a step 
that they need before they even get to the meat of your expertise that you're wanting to bring to the table, which is really the power of what a live event does is it gives people that step before the meat and they get to have an experience with your brand. And so you really have to think about what is the vision of that live event and what are you really trying to accomplish with your people based on the research that you have done with your ideal clients. So the question is not why does this event matter to me, but more so why does this event matter to the people that you're serving? Because when you're clear on your vision and your intention, which is all wrapped into that why, then everything else flows from that. So for example, with us doing the Waxahachie business tour by the uh, I, this may, I, I don't even know, this may have aired by the time we have done it. I'm not sure, but actually we might be, oh, no, we'll be right at it. I'm over here looking at the calendar right now. <laughs> and so anyway, we'll be in that week of it. So if you, hey, if you trying to get in, you still have, like you can enroll still in this week. If you are local to Waxahachie or surrounding areas, you can sign up to be a vendor. Okay. So our intention in why this matters to the people that we are serving here in the Waxahachie area and the surrounding areas, number one is for the business owners to elevate one another. And what we noticed after doing our research, like we've talked about in um, the episode 31, is that that the business owners, there was a lot of business owners who were in their safe groups and those safe groups although they may have been serving them and like the the people their neighboring businesses or the ones that they know those safe groups only get you so far but when you can start to strategically partner and collaborate with other business group business owners that's outside of your safe group that have different gifts and from different industries and you really start to understand how to cause the gifts to work together then what happens is is that it creates growth for both business owners so our goal was to create it to elevate one another's help business owners to get to know one another build that know like trust but then to also elevate one another through the spirit of collaboration and reciprocity. So that reciprocity piece is being referral partners to one another. Because if we've spent time together in this event, we've had Zoom calls, and then we're also going to do some additional things after the, the event for the business owners because we want this thing to keep going. So my vision is that this wouldn't be a one and done thing. My vision is, is that this is like something that not only do we have this big event, we're going to do micro events along the way for the business owners to keep that camaraderie, get that, that everybody elevated and strategically partnering. Then when we do the big one, then it's just going to keep growing and growing and growing just by a byproduct of us collaborating as business owners. So that was my vision. I was very clear on that. The second piece to that vision was really for us to bring the public to meet these uh, business owners 
that are not they're, they're small business owners that not are not necessarily getting the visibility and exposure from online so like the online space is a wonderful place but it's also a space that it could be hard to see other the, the the real things the tangible things and services that you really offer it, it, it's so much different when you can get eyeball to eyeball belly to belly like we talked about last week with your ideal clients and let them feel your presence let them feel your energy let them feel your product let them feel the heart behind your service they're more likely to want to do business with you and so our heart was to bring the public into that type of environment by through a tour experience so that they could really understand you see what i'm saying do you see the energy that and the the vision that i put into this you want to do the same thing when you don't do that then you find yourself struggling and you're in that place of per, uh, pressure and not in purpose and then you find yourself competing with other people in your industry instead of rising above the saturation and being the lighthouse of your industry that you know that you've been called to be that you know that you've been called to be okay i've given you enough on that number two We've hit on this a lot, so I'm not going to talk a lot about it. But number two in how to host a successful live event is to really know your, your market. Really, really know your market. Like, really know your market. Y'all, sometimes we do a bunch of, like I said, surface type research. Or we are doing research that is just behind the computer. And we really need to get our clients their real voice or we're doing things based on our assumptions and what we want our clients to be doing or how what we feel they need to be doing or the decision they need to be making and they're not even ready for that and then we create this whole live event experience that really doesn't bring any attention or grab your ideal client's attention in a way that they're like man I need to get in the room with that person or I need to participate in that event or whatever the case is. And so you really want to know what are their pain points? So here's some things that under this in knowing your market, what are their pain points? Like what are they saying their pain points is? Two, why are they buying and why don't they buy? So why do they buy and why don't they buy, right? And so really understanding what are their buying triggers and what are their buying deterrents? So what is deterring them from buying or making a purchasing decision? Uh, and then the third thing under that is what rules are they playing by? Because it's, it's so like this is y'all, here's some game. Your ideal client is playing by some unspoken rules that they're not even telling you about. And so your job is to figure out what's the code of the rules that they're playing by in their own mind, right? And so I'll give you an example. When putting on this live event here, and see, each live event is going to be different. I'm going to tell you that now. But putting on this live event here and dealing with brick and mortars, what I learned is that they have some some secret codes and rules that they play by. They don't really like people to tell them what to do. 
more they really like to play by their own rules and so you got to see what are the rules that they like to play by and then start to strategize your your marketing and your pitch around the things that that is acceptable to them so some of them don't like a lot of traffic or a lot of them didn't like traffic you know big events blocking off like you that causes street closures and or that makes them have to work harder that's going to take them away from serving their customers even though it's giving a lot of foot traffic to them if it starts to create a level of overwhelm or it's causing street closures or uh it's it's causing them to be stressed out like all of that then it's like okay you're coming in and disrupting our our norms and how we do things and so we don't want to do business with you and so you really got to understand what rules are your ideal clients playing by y'all man i'm telling y'all that's some game that's some game and if you really 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 are trying to take some things to the next level pay attention to what i said because those rules they matter and that's all i got to say about that let's go into number three because if you you know if you need help with all of that let's just set up a one-on-one -on -one. the third one is identifying what's your goal so you identifying what's your long-term goal with the event and what's your short-term goal because if you don't when you don't do that uh, well first of all let me just say this clients and potential clients there they don't like to be treated as a transaction so if this your goal was just to make a buck your ideal clients can feel that and they're not going to want to engage with that but if they understand that there's a long term or short term or whatever the case is that really is in service to them and you can communicate that then they're likely to get on board with it and so you need to sit down and get clear enough in the vision part to understand what is the goal here and then because the vision is the vision that's 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 the plan but now how what what's the goal with this plan here right and so in really being specific in what's the long-term goal what's the short-term goal so our long-term goal is to like i say to get business owners partnering with one another elevating one another creating reciprocity and really bringing business to the waxahachie community uh, in surrounding areas and it's not just you know where it's like okay it's just a waxahachie you know just only locals are here it's really like other businesses coming and shopping with this amazing community and these amazing small businesses long-term goal short-term goal is we're going to do that through hosting the uh, yearly events and the micro events leading up to that and so we're very clear about that and so you got to decide what that looks like for you if you're hosting a retreat what's the short-term goal what's the long-term goal with that it, but you, the, what's the post strategy what's the uh pre-strategy what's the middle strategy what does this look like right okay and then the last tip that i'm going to share with y'all y'all getting some good game a lot of people don't share these type things they just go to telling you a bunch of stuff that it, they've learned in a training and all of this i'm telling you real world stuff that works and it does require you getting out of your comfort zone and it does require you to just take it to next level thinking and next level being and y'all you know we talk about creating generational wealth unlocking the codes 
to create generational wealth. In order for you to really do that, you have to become the person who's ready to attract that level of generational wealth. And y'all, I will tell you, it's going to require even, and I'm not going to go into all that. It's going to require you healing and dealing with some things. It's going to require you confronting those emotions, those ugly feelings that's coming up. That's like telling you you're not good enough. What if you don't have the right words? What if they judge you? What if they reject you? What if, what if, what if it's going to, what if it hurts? What if nobody shows up? All of the things that come up, but I will tell you when you can really get to the other side of that, there's victory, there's clients, there's fulfillment. There's so many amazing things that you can benefit from. So yes, this is going to require work, but the work is so worth it, right? So the fourth thing that you need to do in hosting a successful live event and using those events to grow your business is have a execution strategy. And so what is going, how are you going to execute on the, the vision and the goal and to respond to the pain points of your, your ideal market, right? And so, and how are you going to pull this event off, right? Because you can, I mean, hey, I, hey, let's be honest. We're, there's not a shortage of visions. Most people got visions and ideas all over the place, but there is a shortage on strong execution. So what's that execution strategy? And so the question that you get to ask yourself is, what does it take to make this event successful? What does it take to make this event successful? What team do I need? What volunteers do I need? What permits do I need to consider? Like, is there any city permits that I need to consider? What are the time frames in which they are, they're requiring me to have this and get my application in? What are, does it, is it a board that's making this the decisions? Do I need to start building a relationship with that board of decision makers in advance? Is there somebody who knows somebody who can shorten this process for me? Is there any in event insurance that's required? What is the minimum event insurance that's required? What is my budget for that? What is the marketing strategy that I'm going to use? Is that mark if you're doing B2B, business to business, is that marketing strategy acceptable to the businesses that I'm going to be partnering with? Because those business owners um, that I, when I was doing these this event, putting it together, they had questions how... And so if I'm investing in this event, even as a vendor, like, how are you marketing? How many other people are going to be a uh, part of this event? What are the um, benefits for me? Like, what are, what all, what, how much time have you put into it? How long have you been marketing? What, to what, what demographics have you been marketing to? Is families welcome? Like all the questions, you got to think all these things through that way, when you can think things through, then you'll be able to respond to questions. And I'll tell you, there were some of the questions that I had not thought about because this is my first time doing this style of event. And so some of the things I knew, but then some of the things I had to learn as I went, but I gave myself permission and grace to do that. And so you have to be willing to walk in a spirit of grace and curiosity like we talked about in the last episode. There's so much beauty in walking in curiosity and just asking thought-provoking questions 
that are meaningful that doesn't demean the other person on the other side that's like i don't know because sometimes you can ask questions that they're like you it's off-putting and it's like do you think i'm dumb or i was born yet you don't want to ask those kind of questions but really thought-provoking questions that provoke curiosity and you know so let me give you an example of this um one of the business owners one of his criteria he was like yeah you know for me to be bought in uh, i would need to see like some level of curiosity and i mean not curiosity what i would need is to see some level of uh, consistency and so what i asked is tell me more about what what are you looking for and and so he was like he answered the question well for me like i don't need this to just be a one-time event and like what what how are you is this going to be a every month type thing is this going to be a every quarter type thing is it going to be a yearly thing like those were questions that he had and so i did have some parts to that well, I actually had a lot of it that, that I had thought about now that I think about it, but I didn't expect the business owner to ask me that. And so the thing about it is then I was able to respond based on his curiosity. And then I also said, well, what else? Cause he don't stop there. What else do you see? And he's like, he responded. And now these things I didn't know. He's like, you know, um, saying some different things and bringing people like you know, from other areas within the town and that are not shopping there because they take a different route and so how can we reach those type of people and me being new to the community i don't know that route and so now what i get to do is keep that in mind for future planning and say okay how can we do additional marketing to reach those other people who are going around these small businesses to avoid traffic, but could benefit from the services. So you see what I'm saying? So really being being willing to be a student and a leader at the same time. So you're being a student and a leader at the same time by cultivating a servant heart and saying being willing to serve first through curiosity and questions, and then being willing to sit down and all the things that you think you know and being an expert and saying and being willing to listen and listen to hear instead of listening to respond that way you are able to really meet the business owners or your customers at the point of their need and you can position a live event that's really going to respond to their needs in the way that they are needing and requesting it because let me tell y'all our clients are not dumb and they know what they need, but they just don't know how to get to where they need it, right? They see what's happening, but they just don't know how to get to the other side of it sometime. And that's where you get to be the solutionary, but part of your job in being the solutionary is to listen, really listen deeply enough to respond with a servant heart, with thought provoking questions and curiosity that then turns into a execution strategy that is in alignment with what they really actually need. Y'all, I pray that this episode has been an amazing game changing for you and the way that you're approaching those live events. Like I said, if you are needing help and you're ready to use live events to grow your business, y'all, I'm on fire for, you know, I believe that 2024 is this that next level for us as business owners. I'm telling you, 
it's that next level for us as business owners and it's going to be the thing that we are going that's going to help to put that additional gasoline on our businesses and our growth and but it's going to be how you approach it if you try to go at this with the old strategies or the good old boy type things or the old outdated marketing strategies and you're not waking up to the needs of your your ideal clients then you're going to tank and your business is going to plummet and you're not or you're just going to be in a place to where there's that plateau growth and that's not good uh, because god wants you to he said be fruitful and to multiply and part of you being able to multiply is not only to multiply in your efforts but to multiply your gifts in the way that you're using your gifts and being willing to explore all of the available resources and the available strategies that's connected to your gifts and being willing to share those with the world in a way that is unique to you as a business owner y'all if you are needing help go to the description click on that that 90 day one-on-one -on -one coaching or apply to work with us for a year like if you're really ready for that accelerated growth apply to work with us for a year our clients are seeing rapid acceleration in their business through our one-year mentorship if you're really ready for some game changing not just not a quickie but some game changing legacy type stuff you want to apply for our one-year mastermind all right till next time chat later did that episode feel juicy or what if so please do me a favor and take 30 seconds to write a review your review helps us to spread the mission of creating generational wealth around the world and if you tag me on ig stories i'll be sure to reshare the love and don't forget to join our kingdom collaborators network where we're coming together to intentionally collaborate to grow our business until next time remember for with christ nothing is impossible